Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, Tom, happy Monday, another week. Good morning. Always nice to have another week. And there was a beautiful sunrise this morning. If you were yes, for that. yes, I, I saw it. I was, I was on a call. I have a client who does a 6.30 call on Monday mornings. I would not have been up at 6.30 on Monday morning. What's great because he sent the calendar invite and called it the Bob Dominate the World call. The Bob Dominate the World call. So it's really Bob, comma, dominate the world call because he thinks that I help him dominate the world. Fair so enough. It's hard That's good. not to get up for that call when that yeah. when that comes up on the calendar Sunday night. It's like, oh, yeah, tomorrow morning I got my help the client dominate the world call. Is it a Zoom call or is it just a phone call? It's a phone call. That's a little bit Back easier. During the phone call this morning, I was uh, cleaning because I had my headphones that. in and I was able to do some, you know, the, got the laundry going. I got a lot going on, man. People are going to start to think you're not paying attention to your client if you're doing other things while you're doing that. I was completely paying attention, but it's not, you know, you can put laundry in the washer while you're talking to a client. Okay. You, you're a skilled person. I'm skilled. Excellent. Well, welcome everyone to a new week and <clears throat> to today's antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast, where we have a conversation around a topic. This week's topic, following up on last week's topic about valuing your hour. Today, we're going to talk about valuing others hour. And all week, we're going to talk about that, right? Not just correct. today. Yeah, that's our topic for the week. Um, which you I'm said actually, today we're going to talk about it, like it was going to end today. Okay. And at the end of this conversation today and every day, except for Friday, we will provide our one thing, our answer. Oh yeah. Good point. You're right. Go ahead. You're doing beautifully. <laughs> and we hope that as you are watching this on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn live, LinkedIn Live! Wanted to get that in on a Monday morning. <laughs> Please feel free to share comments about the show because we know that it will add value. And sometimes it changes the direction of the conversation, which is excellent. And at the end, if you have one thing that you'd like to share around the topic, please feel free to do because we know that it will add value not only to the show and also to others who may be paying attention. And that's exactly what they are looking for. <laughs> so please feel free to do that. If you happen to be listening to the podcast, or watching this later, you know, please feel free to like, follow, and or rate our broadcast. Five stars. You didn't whisper at that time. You must be getting more confident about your. I am. I am. I feel like we're moving star. in that direction. Excellent. I like to hear that. So the way we start off each show before we get to our topic, um, which today's topic in regards to valuing others, our. It's going to be around meetings. And I'm actually, the more I got thinking about this topic, 
like last week, I wasn't sure what we were going to do with that. I mean, I had an idea, but not a concept or not, not complete thoughts on it. This week, I'm really excited about this topic. I think this is a critical, important topic. And you and I have talked a little bit about what the, the renegade office or business looks like. And yes. I think this is sort of our, a little bit of our intro into what that might be. And I yes. think it's critical that leaders start to think about these types of things as they address what's going on within their professional or business or organizational world. So before we get to that though, we have to start our week out with celebrations. What are you celebrating today, Bob? Well, you took it away already, Tom. I'm going to celebrate the gorgeous sunrise today. Uh, it was breathtaking. Nice. I like that. If it's I can figure out how to post a photo of it in the comments on Facebook, in our Ring of Renegades Facebook group, I will do that. Okay. Is that hard to do? Did you take it on your phone? I did. Mm, yeah, you pretty much just upload it into the okay all right i don't think it's hard maybe it's harder than i thought but i think that's rather we'll we'll find out excellent how about Um, you so i'm celebrating a good week ahead i'm kind of looking forward to this week i've got um uh, i'm following up with a finaling up finishing up with a client we have our last two calls this week and next week um, we've been working together for about six months and the person has made significant progress, which is always fun to see. And, uh, part of that is I'm sad because I enjoy, uh, our conversations and watching the growth that they are making. So that's part of it. I get to facilitate a phone call tomorrow afternoon with a as part of a strategic plan. And on Friday, I facilitate a board discussion. So there's lots of cool things. Uh, happening this Friday that and I'm you forgot about. our really good meeting Wednesday afternoon, Tom. Come on. Well, yes, we have our check-in and check-up on Wednesday. No, 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 no. We... other meeting once a month. You get the privilege of this other meeting. Oh, of course, of course. Bob and I sit on a board together, and that he is the president of, and we, we have, have a. That. <laughs> Why not? That's uh, is we that doing true? better without that, but that's fine. Yes, yeah, so we have a board meeting. So a lot of little things going on, which is great. Um, as we wind down to the end of the year, sometime, and it's quiet enough that I have some things I need to get done, like continuing to work on my book and plenty of other things going on. So that's my celebration. No, no holiday parties this week for you? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. I've got, I've got three. Well, you're more popular. So that's why uh, you're getting Apparently. Invited. I'm not sure I've gotten invited to any holiday party. So that's, which is wow, okay. I've got, I, yeah, yeah. Busy week this week. You're a popular well, guy. What can we say? Man about town. That's it. <laughs> Something like that. So now, why don't you share with us what the nation is celebrating? It is National Day of the Horse. Now, you may say, why are we celebrating horses? But horses are really important. They were a key form of transportation, still are for some people. And they also help clear forest land and, and provide farming. And horses are pretty critical to where we are as a country and think about it. how do we rate cars by their horsepower if we didn't have horses it would just be power see what i'm saying uh, yeah i got that <laughs> it's interesting celebrating the horse today huh yep. my wife and daughter will appreciate that they I are thought they would. very much into horses so that's yeah wonderful for them to know they visit horses pretty much every day so have you ever ridden a horse 
I have a long time ago. Not in a okay. while. That's, I need, that's I need a, to get back in the saddle. For the legs. What's that? That's a workout for the legs. Yes, it is. And yeah. it's you time feel for that me to one get for a couple of days. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's time for me to get back in the saddle on that. So there you go. Okay. Excellent. All right. So now that we've uh, gone through that, if you have something you'd like to celebrate, please feel free to put it in the comments. We'd like to hear it. You can also share it inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group. Some people were doing that over the weekend. Because typically yes. we, we offer Saturdays for people to share. You can share whenever you want, but we give it as an opportunity with a post on Saturday in the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. So, And the reason we celebrate, Tom, we should tell people, because some people may new, be new to this, is we need to celebrate the steps we take. We're all doing something. If we're on our own unique pathway towards whatever we're trying to achieve, every step we take takes us a step closer. So we should celebrate those steps and at the same time, celebrate the things that go around, go on around us that make those steps worth it. So while a sunrise may or may not help my business today, it certainly puts me in the state of mind like this is going to be a great day. The beauty of the sunrise leads to this. And the fact that we can look back at history and say how powerful and how important horses are really sets the stage for us to have a really productive day. I like that. Thanks for making that clear for everyone. Very helpful. Well, I get people asking me all the time. It's like, all you guys ever do is celebrate. Yes. And I think we do more than that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we do a lot of celebrating, which is there something wrong with that? Would we, uh, would I people, see. Would people rather have us spend time like complaining or down in the dumps? Is that Would that be helpful? Although, although think about it in the work world, how... This is the time of year that there are holiday parties and people celebrate and give gifts and thank each other for their hard work in a way that they don't do it the other 11 months of the year in many companies. Which so it is the anomaly. But hey, that might be next week's topic. Talk about the renegade workplace and how that could change. Hmm. Yes, I like it. All right. So. We're talking about valuing others' hours. So if you're on a team, if you're an owner, if you work with other people, and at this point in the world, you probably are working with other people, what can you do to value their time? Because their time, believe it or not, maybe is important or more important than your time. So today we're going to talk about how we can value other people's time within and with meetings. So Tom, I know you have a whole bunch that you want to say about this. So I set you up. Go for it. Yeah, I, I well, I was just looking forward to the conversation. Uh, I guess there's there's so many things as I look back over my my career within organizations uh, about meetings that really make me take pause and and wonder how effective were a lot of those meetings, how much time, how many hours were spent, where there wasn't a whole lot accomplished and we set them up in a way almost so that they wouldn't have a lot accomplished. You know, I don't know how many meetings I attended where there was no agenda where somebody said, Hey, let's schedule a meeting. And so we just blocked out an hour when we probably could have leveraged 15 minutes. And, and I think while there is great value and I always found great value in FaceTime with people, 
not FaceTime, like open up your phone and let not the Apple product, but actually being in front of another human being and working together. Yes. And hearing a little bit about what's going on within their organization. I also believe that that has is overplayed oftentimes and that having a meeting just to have a meeting isn't always as effective as it could be. Um, And I think that the more I think about it and the more I uh, talk with others about how they can leverage that time differently, the more I realize how much was wasted, Uh, not wasted, but just not used as effectively as it could have. And I think that that's maybe the piece of it is that there were other opportunities to do things differently. and, and obviously the times were different. Now I'm talking about a career that spanned 30 years. So, you know, in the 1990s, we didn't have the internet. Uh, there wasn't um, the same possibilities for connections and engagement that there are today. And, and so some of that, there was true value in. And others, I still think we could have done differently. You know, it's it's... As I sit and look back on it, I wish oftentimes at the end of every meeting, I would have gone through our process of what went well, what didn't go as planned, and what might we do differently. And and I think that that would have helped um, leverage those. Although I know that as I progressed through it, I tried, when I was organizing meetings, tried to not organize a meeting unless there was an agenda. You know, what I maybe didn't do is what were the outcomes that were expected. You know, we had the topics we were gonna discuss one of the things I would have liked to is we're going to walk away from this meeting with X, Y, Z. And I don't know that, uh, that that was as apparent as it could have been. I like all that. I've shared many of the same experiences. It's interesting to me that as we move from the pandemic world to sort of a little post pandemic, the number of meetings increased over the pandemic, believe it or not. As people start to work in different locations, home, wherever, the need to get together to connect actually increased. But if you look at the research, the need to connect increased not to get work done, but to be connected to other people that you could share experiences with. So meetings do serve a purpose and and a very important purpose for a meeting may be to commiserate with colleagues to go over things and say, oh, yes, and just share advice. But I agree with you. Most meetings have a lot of wasted time. Like I would bet, uh, and I challenge people all the time, can you cut the meeting in half and still get done? And you know that board that you and I are on, we actually canceled a meeting for the month, which I was told could never happen because there's so much to do. And... Lo and behold, here we are a month later and the world is still spinning on its axis as it always has. Sure. Well, I think that it's it's one of those things that just like with any other action, it should be like, what's the intent? What's the purpose? And what's the goal? You know, as we look at what are the things we want to accomplish or what are the three key things of our day pack that if you haven't followed that, we can provide more information about what our renegade day pack looks like. But in reality, it's just... What are the key things I want to get done? And there's a reason behind why I want to do those. And some of them could be a meeting, but I think if that if a meeting is part of it, which, as you said, have there's lots of value you can get from a meeting. It's just how do we best leverage that time 
And I think, you know, it's great if everyone wants to go around. One of the things that I think is fun and one of the things I used to do with one of my teams is as a way to have that connection, everyone would get to share something, share a success from the week. It's kind of like celebrating. And it was just like, here's here's something that has gone well so that we could have that connection and engagement so that we had that experience of being together which again wasn't the in the whole intent of the meeting and yet that is a valuable part of it as you shared before and then that allowed us to move forward into what was going next and i think that the more we think about what is the purpose of the meeting and what's the outcome right like what are we going to take away from this and i think so often that's the piece that's that's missing there's a lot of well we want to get together to share information can be great and yet often lots of that information could be shared differently that may in fact allow others to to move forward you know there's how many times you've been in meetings when they say okay everybody stand up and introduce yourself you have 30 seconds and there's guaranteed someone in the room who decides that the 30 seconds doesn't apply to them and chooses to go on for two or three minutes and you know in reality that goes back to not valuing other people's time mm -hmm. where you have decided or that this is that your your what you have to say even though everyone else has been asked to keep it to at this point you decide to go off on a tangent and go much longer and i think that's when we we start to roll into that not really valuing others people time other people's time when we think that what we have to say or do or share has so much value that others need to listen. And I think that that is a, uh, that is as much on us as it also is the person whoever's leading the meeting to not be able to stop and say, uh, that's, you know, your 30 seconds is up. Thanks so much for sharing. We appreciate it. Even though they haven't said anything because they've been trying to get into what they wanted to say. One of my pet peeves is the meeting that is uh, just called every week because we always meet on Friday at nine o'clock. And there's real, I don't really know what to say. I, I, I was with the business leader and he, we were on a coaching call and he said to me at quarter of the hour, he said, hey, I need to end in the next five or 10 minutes because I need to figure out what I'm going to say at my weekly meeting to my staff. And my comment to him was cancel the meeting. No, we always meet. If you don't know by now what you're going to say, there's no reason to meet. And so he canceled the meeting and they actually terminated those weekly meetings and started to go to ad hoc meetings. And they were just, anyone could call a meeting whenever they needed to huddle about something. And they would all just stand up in the office and come together and go, okay, where are we on this project? Who's doing this? Who's doing this? Who's doing this? Oh, we have a problem because of this. And they deal with it, move to the next thing. And then that was it. That was the meeting versus the weekly meeting, which had been. So as you know, guys, our goal for this year is this. And we've uh, our budget numbers look like this. All stuff that I agree with you could have been communicated other ways. It's interesting. I can. Uh, there are other sides to all of that as well. Of course. The one thing about the every Friday at a certain time, everyone knew that that was the time. 
they had blocked it out. So they had already determined how was that going to impact their day. When it's just, hey, let's stand up and do it. You have no, We don't always know. In some regards, you could make the argument that that is not valuing people's hour because you are determining that whatever it is you have to say is more valuable than whatever else someone is in the middle of doing. So if I'm in the middle of writing a really important email to a client or putting together a, uh, an invoice that the client wants today so they can pay us before whatever is the most important use of my time to stand up and be part of a meeting that someone just called that I had no idea about. And so that's I think that that's, you know, it's an interesting, I can see the value of both. And mm -hmm. I think that's a lot about the discussions that we have as boundaries within our organizations is okay. If we're going to make this decision that we, anyone at any time could call for a, a, a meeting, it's going to be quick. It's going to be whatever. What are the outs? Mm -hmm. What are the times when someone says, I'm in the middle of this? I'm in the middle of a thought. You shared the other day that when you step away from a project or you get uh -huh. distracted to do something, it takes you almost 20 minutes to get back into it. And so how do we balance that someone has really something important and we've all determined that we can stand up and do these meetings and this means that I might not get, I might get something delivered late. So, I, like, I'm not. I, I think. No, that I'm not. I'm not, value, I'm not but... offended. I th I think there's a give and take in Absolutely. all of this, and I think the big thing I would say is, if you're leading an organization, a group, a team, you've got to really be thinking about what meetings accomplish when they're best scheduled. You know, I remember I worked for a company where um, they had a meeting at 4:30 every day for the salespeople. Because there was a there was a perception that the salespeople were going to have beverages at lunch and not go to work in the afternoon. So the best way to check it was a 4:30 meeting every day. So that meant that the salespeople never had afternoon sales calls. They only did morning calls. And as a result, the company suffered because of it. Sure. And that was the leaders, you know, I've got to have this meeting at 4:30. It was a, it was an accountability meeting. And it was, it drove the staff crazy. And there were days when all the other employees would get off at three o'clock before a holiday, not that team. That team had to come in at 4.30 for the meeting. As we were walking out the door, they're walking in. Yeah, I think it's, I think that's the, that's the unique thing about it is that I think organizations are finding that this rigid standard doesn't always work whatever it might be, you know, that if that if they assume that, OK, we're going to have stand up meetings whenever, whenever you need it, raise your hand and we'll in five minutes, we'll all get up and do it. OK, and that may work if you have set it up effectively within your group. Same thing is uh -huh. we're going to have a 430 meeting every day. OK, well, if I know it, I can at least plan around it. And yeah, it there might be some on what kind of organization you're running. Absolutely. If you're running something that's very fast paced. And things are changing every moment, like a public relations company, a, a advertising company. Those things change really quickly. Versus, sure. I would argue in the academic arena, things don't change as quickly. You're not, you're not finding every five seconds that a donor 
to a college shifts everything. You have to change everything. I'm guessing that pandemic shows happen. Now you have everything changes on a daily basis. I mean, I think that I think that's the thing is that within every organization, there are unique things about it, which likely means you have to be unique in the way that you approach them and not just say, well, this worked in my last job. And so I know it'll work here. Right. Right. You, you, I that, agree with I think that. That is the challenge is when you go in without really understanding what's going on within an organization and not that it can't change because sometimes just because that's the way they're always doing it. And, and I almost think that might be to jump ahead a little bit. My one thing is, you know, to really understand that things will change and that just because we've always done it this way, you know, I think we've probably said this a number of times on this show that when you find yourself saying this is why this, we, this is the way we've always done it is a really good time to start thinking about how do we need to do it differently because likely we there is something missing because we have just got caught up in the yep let's just keep doing it over and over and over and over and over again because it seems to it seems to be working pretty good chance there that it's not going to be working so I, that would be my one thing it's all right if I jump ahead of course. It's, if you look at your meetings and this is the way you've just always done it, it's it's a good time to get maybe check the pulse on how is that serving your organization? Because as new people come in, they will have different different things that will challenge them or uh, support them. And that might not mean the way that you've always been doing it. And if you're really trying to help the organization move forward and bring in new people and have them assimilate into it, it's going to change what's real for the organization. And I think you need to be aware of how that, that could change and that you may need to change. Sure. I like that. I, I would add that when you're thinking about a meeting, make sure that you have the right people around that table. Cause so often I see people who are at meetings who don't need to be at the meeting. So it's a waste of their time or people who aren't productive to the meeting because of whatever agenda they bring to it or their their view of history or whatever it would be. And I think when you get a focused group of people around a table to do something, whether it's a virtual table or in-person table, and you have realistic outcomes, like you said, and accountability for those outcomes at the end of the meeting, what did we agree we were gonna do? Who's going to do what? And then start the next meeting with, okay, did we get these things accomplished? That to me is a more productive way to go about a meeting and value everyone's time, including your own. If you value the other people at the meeting's time, your time is more valuable by definition. So it, it does both, right? Because if I, if you and I have a meeting and I, I value your time and I get to the point, Tom, we're done, boom, we're done. That's valuing your time. That's also valuing my time because I've been more efficient for me, which gives me more time to do other things. Yeah, it's interesting. I think back on some meetings like so one of the things that I did in my one of my past lives was ran reunions, the reunion weekend at a college. And it was a 1500 person, three day significant event. People were staying <laughs> on campus and off. And so it really involved almost outside of the academic area. And because we did some things that were a little bit academic and it kind of included them, we would but I remember like the first one I went to that was being run by someone else and I was just helping. 
you walk in the room and there's 30 people in the room. And while there was a time and a place for everyone to see how it all fit in together, for those 30 people to gather every week or every two weeks to get an update on what's changed, I look back on and think, you know, the catering person is sitting there and honestly, they don't necessarily care. Although there is some value in them knowing what the schedule looks like and they may catch something that we might've missed. It's like, Hey, have you thought about, you know, do you need water at the podium and a glass for the person who's speaking? Oh, we hadn't thought about that. And then they could, they could share. This was always fascinating for whatever reason to get a pitcher of water and two glasses, it costs $50. Because for them to do that in the middle of all the other dinners and lunches and things they were right. doing, it was a pain in the neck to figure out. And so for them to just say, hey, let's just give you a picture and some glasses that you can set up and do as you want, was able to make that more effective. And yet, I'm not sure that solving that in that meeting was the most effective way to have them around. And, and so it just reminds me of who needs to be in the room and for how much of the time. You know, could you have a meeting like that that lasts an hour? And and be, as the leader, I needed to be there for an hour. <clears throat> Food service, you come in at the first part. Great. We'll do your part. Boom. Done. Who else needs to be considered with that? Well, you know, maybe there's some people who need to be there through all of it. And likely they weren't. And so to have given to be able to have given them back some time, I think yes. that's a significant value and would have been much appreciated. Well, if you have thoughts about meetings and how meetings could be more productive or some of the experiences you've had where meetings were not effective and you wasted other people's time or minimized it, we'd love to see your comments. If you go to our Ring of Renegades Facebook group, which you can join if you haven't joined already, you can put the comments there. Believe me, there will be lots of comments there about this later today. I see a poll already that we can put up about that. And it's a great chance to just hear other people's experiences. They share what worked for them, what doesn't work for them. And that's one of the real values of the Ring Renegade Facebook group. And it is a private group so that we can have these discussions in a way that we're not criticizing each other. We're not finding fault with each other and we're not marketing to each other. We're genuinely trying to solve problems. So you can join that group if you want. What else do we need to cover, Tom? The other thing we can cover is that if, that if um, you are trying to figure that out and you start saying, I wish, I wish that I could run more effective meetings or I wish that my organization was able to run more effective meetings. We have a workshop coming up that will help you. Two of them. Correct. You could choose from one or the other. That is correct. So the first one will be on um, Monday, the 27th of December at noon. Or it will be, you can go into the new year, if that works better for you, on January 4th at 7 p.m. I think, believe January 4th is a Tuesday. Um, is that my wrong on that? Is that a Monday? I'll double check that. That feels wrong to me. Yeah, I, I didn't have all those that information in my head, which I should have had. And that's okay. Uh, you are correct. January 4th is a Tuesday. Well played, Tom. Well, thanks. So... That workshop is going to be called From I Wish to Success, The Renegade Way. And I think things like valuing others hours, hour, or how to run more effective meetings 
we're going to talk in the, the rest of the week about other things that we don't always value people's time. And I think if you're a leader and that's something you're struggling with and you keep saying, I wish I could do this differently, this workshop might be is a great place for you to join. So there'll be more information about that. I'm sure Bob will put a link in the comments. You I can't. Can I didn't. I didn't sign in the way I normally do. So you may have to do it today, Tom. A little technical difficulty. Okay, I will work on that. You can also go to the Renegade Success Network, RenegadeSuccessNetwork.com, and go to programs. And at the top should be fine. Or from I wish to success the Renegade way, and you'll get more information. And you can also sign up. Best of all, maybe not best of all. One of the key things: it's a free workshop. Whoa. So you can come. It's our little gift to you at the beginning, at the end of the year and to start the year uh, to help you find more success in 2022. Hard to believe we're saying that it's 2022. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this. We look forward to seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of Today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you and go horse around on National Day of the Horse. See what I did there? Horse around. Is that part of the celebration? I thought it was about the actual physical horse, not goofing around. Horse well, around. you could go ride a horse and that would be horsing around, right? Uh, Play us out, Tom. You might not want to horse around on a horse. Fair enough. That can be kind of dangerous, especially if you don't really know what you're doing. Anyhow, <laughs> there's a country song that I would say, but it's not appropriate. English style or Western style when you ride? When I rode, I, I don't think there was a style. It was survive style. Okay. Now, I my daughter, English style. My daughter knows how to do both. Wow. Um, yes. And they're very different. Yes. Very different. So, yes. Go out and ride a horse. All right, everyone. Have a great day. We will see oh, you yeah. soon. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.